welcome to Visual Novel Radio. My name is Eif and here at VNR I read and review visual novels independent of age and fame. There are many stories out there waiting to be experienced, but finding them takes a significant time investment. I've read many visual novels over the years and have seen a lot of trash, but I've also stumbled upon hidden gems which have left me with unforgettable memories that will be with me for the rest of my life. On this podcast I want to share some of those experiences with you and hope that you find these stories just as enjoyable as I did. In this episode I will talk about Aokana, Four Rhythms Across the Blue. Aokana is a medium-length romance-focused visual novel developed and published by Sprite in 2014. The game received an English translation in 2019, after which the studio shut its gates because it was unable to sustain enough income. Aokana's English release was so successful that Sprite opened their doors again in early 2020. The game tells an innovative story that is well written and consistent. Its major strong point is the world building, but it certainly does not lack on the emotional side. I found this game advertised on the visual novel subreddit sometime last year and from the art it looked quite interesting. It suddenly popped up, because of the news of it getting an English translation. Three years prior, in 2016, Studio Gonzo made an anime adaptation, which received relatively good ratings. I thought about just watching the series, but ultimately decided against it, as I feared that a lot of content has been cut from that version. After reading the synopsis, the premise of the game sounded interesting. I headed over to Steam to check it out before coming to my senses and looking up VNDB for uncensored releases. Sure enough, I found the full version of the game on Manga Gamer and promptly decided to get it. The game features four roots representing the love interests of the main character. The roots are easily accessible and most choices are very straightforward. There is one bad ending, but the story can still be enjoyed without a guide as the choices are quite obvious. Asuka's route acts as the true ending of the story, but the others also have well-written and satisfying conclusions. Apart from that, the story is filled with erotic misunderstandings, almost to the point where it gets old. There are also some Japanese wordplay jokes in there, which are well enough translated. Not correct, but they manage to stay funny. Aokana's game mechanics are simple and well-made. All typical visual novel features are available like text speed, text box opacity, skip read text and individual volume settings. There are various choices to make throughout the story, but the only ones that make a difference are the last two. Every other choice only changes the responses of the characters in a minor way and does not influence the story flow at all. It is a bit of a shame that most choices do not matter whatsoever. This reduces them to filler mechanics that somewhat detract from the experience, but this is a minor nitpick. 
the music is great. Aokana's soundtrack is incredibly versatile and it delivers the best possible track for each scene. The assortment ranges from speedy flight music to slow piano ballads and never fails to sound amazing. The soundtrack's highlight is the track Winds of Courage, which has a slow romantic version and a poppy sounding rendition with lyrics. The voice acting is just as excellent. Every voiced character sounds original in their own way and the voices really underline the characters' personalities. The cherry on top is that the dog, appearing shortly after the beginning, has its own voice lines. The game's art is just as stellar and really emphasizes the topic of the whole visual novel. The sky. True to the game's name, many backgrounds are rich in blue and convey an image of freedom. This fits the whole package so well that it makes Aokana an impressive experience. The character sprites are also very detailed and fit in well with the environment. True to Aroga's standards, the girls are beautiful and have a variety of facial expressions. Aokana's world is a present time based high school setting that takes place in Shito City, a town that is made up of four islands near the Japanese mainland. Technological improvements led to the development of anti-gravitational shoes, or graph shoes for short. Wearing these shoes and activating them creates an anti-gravitational field around the user, allowing them to fly through the air. Due to the nature of the anti-gravitational fields, it is almost impossible to crash and become injured, making the shoes by default very safe to use. This led to mass production and marketing, making graph shoes a high-demand and ubiquitous item used by people of all age groups. Flying with graph shoes is, however, restricted to certain areas for safety reasons. Therefore, their use is heavier in lower populated regions. Shito City is a large town that has graph shoe usage integrated in their daily lives. Their invention gave birth to a new sport called Flying Circus, or FC for short. FC is a game that is played in the sky over a water surface in a square field. The field size is 300 meters per side, making it a fairly large arena. The corners are marked by floating buoys that use the same anti-gravitational technology as the graph shoes and act as goalposts and goals alike. FC is played in two rounds, each lasting five minutes. During that time, two players called Skywalkers face off against each other in a duel of speed and agility. The goal is to score the most points by either reaching the boys sequentially before their opponent or blocking the opponent's path and touching their backs. Due to the square-shaped field, slower flyers can make a diagonal cut to the next line and wait for their opponents that rely on speed to score points. Once they block their path, the other player either tries to escape them without being touched or engage in a dogfight. The latter can be done to either score points by touching their opponent on the back or use the repulsion effect of the graph shoe's anti-gravity field to quickly gain speed and to escape to the next boy. Players employ many strategies to score the most points and tend to prefer various playstyles, either focusing on speed or agility or any mix of the two. Aokana is laid out similar to an anime with chapters being called episodes. There are 8 episodes in total. The first 6 are part of the common route, but the final 2 conclude in each girl's route with different endings, though they all follow the same pattern. 
The story revolves around Masaya Hinata, a high school boy that used to be a professional FC player during his childhood. He retired from the sport due to a traumatic event shortly before the end of his career, causing him to give up on the sky completely and even avoid using graph shoes. He walks to school on foot rather than flying and has generally lost interest in the sky. One day he encounters a girl on his way to school who is looking for something on the ground. He asks her about it and she tells him that she lost her house key. After Masaya helps her find it, he realizes that they both spent so much time looking that they will likely be late for school. For the girl, who by the time introduced herself as Asuka Kurushina, this would be catastrophic as it is her first day at the new school, Kunahama Academy. Sharing her opinion of not wanting to be late, Masaya is forced to use his last resort. He decides to fly to school with his graph shoes while having Asuka hold on to him. This works because the anti-gravity field applies to all matter within a rather spacious sphere around the shoes. Asuka is aware of the existence of graph shoes and even wears a pair, but she has never used them to fly and is quite hesitant. Masaya manages to reassure her and she agrees to try it out. The pair takes off and heads towards the school building. Asuka is scared to death at first and clings to Masaya with all her strength, but soon relaxes and becomes entranced with the experience. They get to school barely on time and Masaya gets called to the teacher's office by his homeroom teacher Aoi Kagami. Kagami was his coach back when he was active in FC, so they already have a history together. She is positively surprised that he actually flew to school instead of walking, but does not dig any deeper. Instead, she asks him to teach Asuka how to fly using graph shoes. He reluctantly agrees and on the very next day they start training together with the other girls, Misaki and Mashiro. Misaki is Masaya's childhood friend and Mashiro sticks tightly to her because she adores her. In the meantime, the fourth girl and potential love interest has moved in right next door to Masaya and their relationship is off to a good start. His room's window is directly adjacent to hers and he accidentally sees her half naked when she forgets to close her curtains. This is one of many accidental pervert moments that happen throughout the story, which can get annoying at times. They eventually make up, but even that feels forced for the plot to continue. As Asuka barely manages to fly in a somewhat straight line by herself, she flies back from school with Masaya when they encounter the aftermath of an FC duel. Asuka decides to land on the beach and observe the situation. The pair meets Shion, a senior from Kunohama, who just lost an FC match against Reiko Satoin, the vice president of the FC club at Takafuji Academy, a rival school. They learn that the wager of the match was the in suffix in the name of their school, Kunohama Gakuin. In Japanese, that particular kanji means, among several other meanings, institution, as in school or university. The point of this ordeal is Reiko Satoin's last name, Sato. She actually just attached the in to it, because to her it signifies nobility, and she feels that it is not possible for two people to have the in suffix at the same time. Essentially, the whole wager was meaningless, but due to both Shion and Satoin taking it so seriously, it appears that something of importance was lost. Determined to win the in back for her school, Asuka challenges Satoin to a match. Satoin accepts and is soon stunned as Asuka mentions that she did not even know about the existence of FC until now and just learned to fly the day before. 
After the initial surprise, Satoine takes up the responsibility to explain the rules of the game to her. For this match, the size of the playing field is reduced to two boys from four, and the time limit from 10 to 5 minutes. Since Satoine is a veteran FC player, she allows for a special rule whereby Asuka only needs to score one point against her, while she needs to win the match fair and square as a handicap. Masaya acts as Asuka's second, which is another person that observes the match from the ground and gives the Skywalker instructions and information about positioning. Asuka and Satoine head up to the starting position at the first boy. Shion acts as the referee and starts the match. To nobody's surprise, Satoine takes off at a breakneck speed and almost immediately scores the first point. Asuka can't keep up with her and tries to block her on the line as per Masaya's instructions. Again, she has no chance and Satoine keeps scoring. In an attempt to score a point, Masaya directs Asuka to attack Satoine from above, which she executes nicely but fails to connect with her target. Heading straight down towards the water's surface, Masaya almost averts his eyes as to not watch her crash, but then something miraculous happens. Flying straight downwards, Asuka flips her body by 180 degrees and reverses the boost of her graph shoes. She uses the enormous momentum from that move to shoot back up towards Satuin, who did not expect such a maneuver and manages to score a point by touching her on the back. Masaya, Satuin and Shion are equally shocked that Asuka just performed a move called air kick turn, which is a pro player technique and requires an insane amount of training to be accomplished. Asuka did not even realize that and is just happy to have scored a point. Satoine, despite her much higher skill being the loser of the match, congratulates Asuka and believes that she will be ridiculed by her, but instead the opposite happens. Asuka thanks her for the match and asks her to play again sometime, thereby starting off a friendly relationship. Shion, having seen Asuka's and Masaya's talent, immediately asks them to join the Kunahama FC club, but they are both not sure at this point. Masaya's thoughts flash back to his FC career before being pulled out of the daydream by Asuka's powerful words, thanking him for his great support. A few days later, all of the girls join the FC club and begin their training. Shion does not do very well as a coach, so they begin to lose motivation already at the beginning. Aoi proposes to Masaya to become their coach, which he initially refuses. Later, he has a private talk with Asuka and asks her why she wants to play FC. She makes it clear to him that she has fun doing it and wants to become better for that reason. Seeing his younger self a little in her, he decides to take on the role as a coach. From here on out, the story focuses a lot on training and on the girl's individual strengths and weaknesses in FC. Episode 2 focuses a bit more on world building and has less character development. The new FC club members get more acquainted with their environment and Masaya's coaching begins for real. The club room is also selected, being a worn down bus parked on the side of a hill. The area is easily accessible with graph shoes, but going on foot takes a lot of effort. This makes it the perfect place for an FC club. There are some slice of life scenes and the bonds between the characters are slowly established or introduced. Episode 3 features a whole training camp with the rival school Takafuji Academy, where Rika is attending. The so far best FC player, Kazunari Shindo, is introduced and is, to Masaya's surprise, a big fan of his. There are hesitations between the characters at first, 
but they soon warm up to each other and make the training camp a pleasant experience for everyone. Episode 4 introduces the main antagonist Saki Inui, but leaves it at that for now and focuses on Misaki and Mashiro instead. While school and exams get in the way of FC, the girls manage to overcome their individual learning weaknesses and barely save the FC club from falling apart. Also, some individual character development takes place that is continued in the respective routes. The following two chapters lead towards the finale with the preparation and execution of the summer tournament. The girls train hard and make great progress. Asuka makes the air kick turn her special move and improves at a drastic rate. Masaya meets Saki Inui and her guardian and second Irina, who tries to pressure him for several things. Fortunately for him, Asuka saves the situation and they move on to the tournament. Episode 5, Before the Storm, also contains the famous beach scene that almost every harem romance novel features. Naturally, there are more accidental pervert moments here as well. In the final episode, before the route selection choices, the summer tournament takes place. This chapter is heavy on action and the reader is almost constantly on the edge. The FC matches are incredibly well described and illustrated. The scenes of in-flight CGs show sky trails that allow the reader to visually follow the match and improve the immersion even more. Saki Inui's mentor Irina's teasing mentions of true FC create especially high expectations for things to come. The tournament ends on a high note and all characters are established. What follows is the individual overcoming of opponents and of course, romance. I won't spoil the endings of the four routes, but I will say that each has a wonderful conclusion. Since not all the girls are created equally, they all have their various problems to overcome and fears to face, but they get through it with Masaya's help. The romance deepens in episode 7 and the grand finale occurs at the final episode with a small after credits scene. The only bad ending in the game is not actually bad at all. It is just rather short and leaves the player hanging in the air. I believe this is a good thing, as it becomes clear that the goal of the game is to focus on one of the girls and see their story to the end, but even if the player chooses not to, they are greeted with an interesting non-root ending. Aokana, four rhythms across the blue, is really a breath of fresh air and not just figuratively. It takes the standard romance visual novel scaffold and builds a living world on top of it with its own rules and standards. The concept is so well executed that it is a joy to discover the hidden characteristics of the world and the people living in it. Even the language is adapted to fit the theme perfectly. A favorite of mine is Misaki's graph shoe activation sequence Tobu Nyan. Tobu means flying in Japanese and attaching Nyan makes it sound like a cat would say it. The translation conveys this well enough with the phrase ready, fur, lift off as it is close to impossible to get the original meaning across in English. This detail, among many others, is why this visual novel was so satisfying to read and I ended up spending way too much time on finishing it. There were some less interesting segments in certain routes, but I was never bored by the story or the writing and also never felt the need to skip parts. The age scenes were cute and rounded out the romance, but they were the most standard thing about the game. The pacing was a little slow at the beginning, but it leveled itself out towards the end, especially with the amazing musical backing. <laughs> the 
The world of Awakana conveys the feeling of freedom, the boundless sky at one's reach, almost as if you could touch the sun. Flying towards the horizon into a new beginning, the story of Masaya Hinata and the dream of flight touched me on a deep emotional level. Even if his trauma was seemingly not that bad, the scars it left behind were real and hurt. Watching him regain his wings in different ways was an absolute joy and it could serve as an inspiration to reach for the sky for us all. The greatest gift we can give is the gift of time. With this I am very happy that you are still listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast. I aim to release a new episode each month and would be happy to have you tune in again. Please subscribe to VNR to be notified when a new episode launches. With that I say goodbye until next time.